Hi, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Poolsville Pulse's podcast, Quarantine Edition. I'm Lizzie Phelps, and today we're talking about the ways our lives and our relationships with others are being affected as we adjust to a new, socially distant normal. We'll hear from several Poolsville students and members of the wider community about how their lives are changing and how they're coping in this unprecedented time. One thing that has been in the forefront of the discussion about quarantine is how fast everything can change. And at Poolsville, the class of 2020 is feeling this particularly acutely. On Thursday, March 12th, I had a pretty regular day. I went to class, played speedball, hung out with my friends, and rehearsed for the musical. But the next morning, I was saying my goodbyes to the entire PHS community, possibly for good. It made me realize how much we take for granted every day, and that thought stayed with me during isolation. Other seniors have also been reflecting on what they take for granted, and since we couldn't meet in person, my first guest sent me this recording of his thoughts. Hey, this is Matthew Polotnik of the Humanities Senior Class of 2020. Being at home in the quarantine has actually been really interesting for me, um, and has changed the way that I've seen my family. I think that previously, before the coronavirus happened and I was still in school, I really didn't have time to stop and think about what my family has really done for me. And now that I'm at home all the time, and I know that I'm about to go to college and I'm about to leave home, I think that I've really been able to fully appreciate how much my parents have done to support me and help me through the really difficult few years of high school that I've been through and how much it's going to mean when I when I do leave and when I when I go to college how much their support and and their their love for me has really meant and so I think that for me being at home has really just made me so much more grateful for my parents and for how much they've helped me. My next guest, Poolsville senior Allison Wang, had similar thoughts to Matthew, realizing that nothing is guaranteed and the importance of staying connected to those who are important to you. She wasn't able to record herself, so I'll read what she wrote to me. When I first realized that March 13th was potentially the last time I would see many of my teachers and friends, I realized I had to act upon the mentality that you never know when the last time would be. I always waited for people to reach out to me, but this quarantine has pushed me to take the initiative to reach out to others first. Whether that has meant asking my family to go on walks in our neighborhood, writing letters to people, or picking up the phone to call other family and friends. I remember a few weeks ago when I had the urge to call a friend I hadn't talked to since middle school. It's something small, but honestly out of my comfort zone. It was really powerful. I think that during this time especially, little things mean everything. So if it's in your heart to give anything to others, now is the time. Our third student guest is feeling the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic in a very different way than many other members of the community. In her message, she talks about her experiences and relationships with healthcare workers during this crisis. Hello, my name is Anya Speck-McMorris, and I have had a surgery, a meniscus repair surgery, during coronavirus. And um, this process alone was very weird. Um, especially since I had to get 
tested for COVID-19 before I had my surgery. And when I actually had my surgery, every single person in the facility, in the outpatient center where I had my surgery, was wearing a mask. And this is something that's very kind of unsettling because when you're getting something like a surgery, you always like to see the person who's giving you the surgery. You know, you like to see that, oh, you can trust them. You know, you you can see the way they look and kind of say, oh yeah, that's someone I can trust. And this was something that one of the nurses had brought up to me while we were going through the procedure of my surgery. She had said it's really difficult to, you know, see people and talk to them when you can only see this much of their face. Um, and I, I totally agreed with her because for me, I really like smiling and seeing people's reactions and, uh, you know, really putting my trust in, you know, seeing their kind of facade during a situation where it can be pretty stressful. Um, however, when I met my anesthesiologist, his entire face was absolutely covered and I could barely see like his eyes at all. And that was kind of unsettling for me because I'm, I knew he would be the person who's putting me to sleep like during this, uh, during this surgery. And I didn't even know what he looked like. You kind of have a disconnect with the people who, you know, are supposed to be helping you, people you'd normally trust, like, these people are just covered, and you, you can't really see them, and it makes it, it makes a procedure like a surgery just that much more scary. Things are also scary for people separated from loved ones during the pandemic, like this next story that was emailed in from a Poolsville resident. Here's what they said. My name is Emily, and I'm 19 years old, and I grew up in Poolsville, Maryland. COVID-19 has changed my relationships with my family, friends, and coworkers very much over the past two months. In January 2020, my husband was deployed to a country that I knew wouldn't be easy for me to visit. Now that we are both quarantined in separate countries, we have more time to talk on the phone, but we are both without each other. Now with the borders being closed due to the virus, I probably won't be able to see him until January 2021, when he is supposed to come home. I began working as a software developer at a promising company in February. Within two weeks, everybody was working remote. Then a week later, 85 out of the 350 people in my company were laid off. I have met and learned the job and environment remotely. I have learned about my coworkers through a computer screen. I feel very lucky to still have a job and share the experience with my coworkers. In mid-December, I moved out for the first time. The day after my work announced we would be remote for the upcoming weeks, I packed up a bag and left to stay with my family in Poolsville so we could be together during this time. Now, out of the four months I have paid rent, I have only lived in my apartment for three. COVID-19 has strengthened my relationships with my family and friends. I have reached out to people I had stopped talking to years ago. My relationship with my family is stronger as well, as I had stopped really spending much time with them when I moved out. During this time, I have learned a lot about appreciating what I have and who I have in my life. Emily's story touched on a very important part of this crisis. It's not confined to any one part of the world. Lives all around the globe are being disrupted and nearly everyone has been touched in one way or another. Today's final story is from Pia, who lived in the Poolsville area for a while last summer while in the U.S. on exchange. The sport she mentions, vaulting, is a horse sport that is very popular in Germany.
Hi everyone, my name is Pia and I live in Germany. Schools and universities closed exactly one month ago and so started the quarantine. My mom works in a kindergarten and she has to take care of the children of doctors and other essential workers. I knew she wouldn't be home a lot, so I asked my vaulting coach and her family if I could stay with them during this weird time. I already had a strong relationship to all of them, but it grew even stronger in the last weeks. My coach and her husband have two daughters, 11 and 13 years old. We are five people living in one apartment and it never gets boring. Our schedule is similar every day. We have breakfast all together, we do some schoolwork and then we go to the barn to work with the horses. When we get home in the evening, we do some workouts together, we cook a good dinner right after and play card games for hours. I guess our secret of escaping the boredom is that we are never alone. We also set some goals that we want to achieve during this time. We do a 100 push-up challenge, for example, which means that we want to be capable of doing 100 push-ups by the end of this time. You will never be able to spend so much time with your family again, or well, in my case, with your second family. So you should definitely make the best out of it. The relationships to my other friends grew as well, especially the ones to my teammates. We FaceTime twice a week and work out together. We send us pictures of ourselves doing gymnastics and we tell others to do the toughest workout that we could find on YouTube. We just try to keep everyone motivated and it works perfectly. I asked my vaulting coach's daughter how relationships to her friends have changed and she said that quarantine made clear who her real friends are. There are apparently kids in her class she's only friends with when she meets them every day in school. But for sure they are closer friends, the ones she's talking to every day, even in this special time. I know that being home can make a person feel lonely and I hope that no one of you does. You should always find something to look forward in a day. Play games with your family, FaceTime with your friends as often as possible or even call an old friend you haven't talked to in a while. Stay healthy. That's it for this episode of the Poolsville Pulses podcast, Quarantine Edition. Many thanks to everyone who contributed to today's episode, our sponsor, Ms. Gomer, and all those working to keep us safe and healthy during this unprecedented time. Be sure to check out our website at poolsvillepulse.org and follow us on social media for continued coverage during isolation. Until next time, stay healthy, stay home, and don't hesitate to reach out to someone if you need it. It's possible to be connected even in the most trying times.